Hello friends, this is your Technology Information Channel. This is George speaking, and this is Tuesday at 5.55 p.m. Okay, today we're going to talk about another Linux distro called Cuttlefish OS Linux. Cuttlefish OS. Now, Cuttlefish OS is a Linux desktop operating system that is focused on simplicity, beauty, and practicality. Their goal is to provide users with a comfortable interference design and a better user inter-experience and meet the needs of various scenarios. Okay, so that's Cuttlefish OS Linux. Let's basically have a look here. So it's basically, friends, it's another Linux distro. It's focused on simplicity, beauty, and practicality. They do have a 08 beta download here. And what they're saying is better user experience, simple, exhaustive design, use the most suitable desktop to enhance user's experience. They're also saying they have developed a series of Cuttlefish OS applications to ensure that the users experience in their daily use. Cuttlefish desktop environment is a beautiful modern desktop environment built using the Qt Quick and some KDE basic frameworks. It has global menu at the top it is a collection of all functions of application, which is very convenient for uh, the apps function of the system and can save some screen space. Also, security and stability. Cuttlefish OS is based on an open source Linux kernel. Linux is the more secure than other operating systems. It has developers from all over the world to review its code and ensure that there are no bugs on back doors. It's an open source platform and it's an open source project. Anyone can understand how it works and participate in it. So they do have a beta version out at the minute. And they also have formulas where if you run into problems, some people say the second monitor doesn't work booting in the live CD. Some people say can't reinstall Cuttlefish OS file monitor is breaking and uh, the store it doesn't work. So it is a beta version and a beta is basically Telescakes is a bug version. We're basically friends they put it out in beta to get feedback and if there's any problems with it well then they would basically try to fix them. Now, Cuttlefish OS is the cutest Linux distro you've ever used. There's a new desktop distribution showing a vast sea of Linux operating systems. Although Cuttlefish OS might still be in beta, it has already captured the attention of Jack Wallen. Recently it was announced that uh, 
the founder of Amatory OS, was an exciting company responsible for one of the most relevant and user-friendly Linux distros on the market. There's no way of knowing how leaving the company will affect the operating system, but it would be at all surprised if the bullet was far from positive. Elementary OS. Uh, so it's another Linux distro. It's based on Debamon, the DEB file system. It came into being within the past couple of years. It uses the Quick, the QT Quick, and it will immediately remind users at the macOS desktop of the toolbar on bottom of dock. And even as a beta release, Cuttlefish brings an incredible uh, use into Linux desktop as Mix. In fact, upon first logging into Cuttlefish OS desktop, they were excited about the new Linux release. And their first impression of the desktop was as the cutest Linux desktop they've seen in a long time. So for anyone that likes their desktop, <coughs> excuse me, to serve as much as art as functionality, CuddleOS is about as good as it gets. It really is that beautiful. And we're having a look at the screen here. And it does give you what they call the Mac style Linux desktop where you have the dock bar at the bottom. By just seeing the basic desktop doesn't tell the whole picture. For example, if you open the terminal window, you will see how much careful thought has gone into the design of the desktop. And uh, if you click on the Cuttlefish OS menu button, rocket ship at the far left of the dock, you will see applications that are similar found in Chrome Linux. You will also immediately notice, <coughs> excuse me, how few applications are installed by default. This is very similar to how elementary OS approaches pre-installed applications. The bigger difference is how Cuttlefish OS manages packages at the first blush, unlike most other Linux distros. Cuttlefish OS doesn't place a traditional app store front and center, but rather a simple GUI for installing the DEB packages. Okay, and you can download the DEB, sorry, DEB, a Debamon install file. You can open the default file manager and navigate to directly housing the newly widely downloaded file and open the package installer. Or you can drag the file onto the package installer itself. They're also saying although this process works flawless, it could wind up a deal breaker for new users. Having to hunt down Dabamon files for applications and can be a bit of a slog. And there's no telling how this package installer will deal with dependent issues. So Cuttlefish OS Linux is another one that's been brought out on the menu. You only get Google Chrome as the default web browser on Firefox ESR in the network category. There's not an email client to be found. This is common thread throughout the Cuttlefish store. And uh, the biggest question is why not place Cuttlefish storefront and center? This is especially curious given how the decision to follow the bootstrap of the Mac OS. So Cuttlefish OS Linux, that's another Linux distal you could try out. Under performance, it's important to remember that Cuttlefish OS isn't ready for the masses. I've experienced plenty of issues during my testing, but nothing distracted me from the brilliance of this desktop. 
I didn't have it locked up and acquired a hard reset after opening the video player app. While only noticing was busy installer after quick shutdown restarted back to normal. Conclusion, Cuttlefish OS is still in development friends, so remember it's still a beta version if you decide that you want to use it. There's also other operating systems on the process at the minute. Three immutable operating systems, Bottle Rocket, Flat Cure and Talus Linux as called. Okay, so excuse me birds in the background friends. Uh, right, quiet birds. Quiet. Got the children to do what they're told. Okay, so so Coming from the technology information, uh, operating system, bottle rocket, and flat cure on Talos, T-A-L-O-S, Linux. For those that don't know, immutable operating systems have been increasing in popularity recently. An immune operating system is one in which, which some or all of the operating system file systems are read only and cannot be changed. Immutable operating systems have a lot of advantages. They are hardly more secure because many attacks and exploits depend on writing or changing files. Also, even if an exploit is found, bad sectors cannot change the operating system on the disk. Within itself, an attack that depends on writing to the file system. So a reboot will clear any memory resident malware and recover back to normal exploits. Uh, so that's an interesting one there. Bottle Rocket is from the Amazon web servers. And uh, let's have a look. Bottle Rocket is a Linux based open source operating system that is purpose built by Amazon Web Servers for running containers. Bottle Rocket includes only the essential software required to run containers and ensure that underlying software is always secure. With Bottle Rocket, customers can reduce maintenance overheads and automatically their workflow by applying configuration settings consisting as nodes or nodes on upgrade or replace. Bottle Rocket is now generally available at no cost at Amazon Machine Image. So that's one then, uh, Talos Linux, I think it's called T-A-L-O-S Linux. It's uh, an operating system, obviously. What is Talos Linux? Talos Linux is designed for secure and immune a minimum. Supports cloud platforms, for metal and various platforms. All system management is done through the VIA on the API. No SS shell or console. Productive routing supports some of the largest clusters in the world. It only takes three minutes to launch a Talos cluster on your laptop inside your dock. So that's another interest. So we're talking about different Linux distros now. The TALOS Linux, I haven't tested that one out yet. It reduces your attack surface and minimum hardening and immunes, immunable all APIs, access to secure. Uh, it uh, increases your ability to make and always deliver current. So the problem, friends, is it's hardened by design. It's built with the Kernel Self-Protection Project 
configuration recommendations. But the problem is with Linux is some people try different Linuxes and they don't like them. So it's finding one when you're first starting that's simple to use. Okay, so you know you have to understand what Linux is. Okay, you have to understand what Linux is. Because you've got that many different types. You've even got Fedora Linux. They've got a new version updating at the minute. And Microsoft shifts Sonic development to Linux Foundation. Uh, so, you have to understand what Linux is. Linux, for those that don't know, is a, fam- is a family of open source Unix-like operating system bases on the Linux kernel. It's an operating system kernel first released in September the 17th, 1991. Okay, so... For those that wouldn't understand what Linux is, okay? What is Linux? A lot of people say to me, what is Linux, Jordi? Linux, to get started in Linux, development, a good working knowledge of Linux, you expose the graphical interference and command line across major Linux distals, families with the Linux Foundation. From smartphones to cars, supercomputers and home applications, home desktops to enterprise servers, the Linux operating system is everywhere. Friends, Linux has been around since the mid-1990s and has since reached a user base that spans the global world. Linux is actually everywhere. It's in your phone. Your thermostat and your car, refrigerators, Roku devices, televisions. It also runs most of the Intel on all of the world's top 500 supercomputers on the world's stock exchange. But besides being a platform of choice to run desktop servers on embedded systems across the globe, Linux is one of the most reliable, secure, and worry free operating systems available. So, what is Linux? People say, what is it? Okay, so just like a Windows iOS, ISO, Windows 10, Windows 11, 7, and etc. A Mac OS is Linux is an operating system. In fact, one of the most popular platforms on the planet. Android is powered by a Linux operating system. That's your Android phones. An operating system is software that manages all the hardware resources and allocated, allocated on your desktop or laptop. To put it simply, the operating system manages the communication between your software and your hardware. Without the operating system, OS, the software wouldn't function. So the Linux operating system compresses in several different pieces. Okay, so let's start with the first one, the bootloader. Okay, the software that manages the boot process of your computer. For most users, this will be simply be a splash screen that pops up and eventually goes away to boot into an operating system. Then you have the kernel, okay? This is one piece of the whole that is actually called Linux. The kernel is the core of the system and manages the CPU, memory, and Braille devices. The kernel is the lowest level of the OS. Then you've got the initial system. This is the subsystem that bootstraps on the user space and it's charging with the control one of the most widely used initial systems is the system end, which is 
sorry, which also happens to be one of the most controversial. It is initially a system that manages the boot process while an initial booting is handled over the bootloader. The GRUB, G-R-U-B, okay, or the on-field on bootloader. You do have graphical server. This is the subsystem that displays the graphics on your monitor. It's commonly referred to as X server or just X. You do have the desktop environment. This is a piece that users interact with. There are many desktop environments to choose from. Chrome, Cinema, Mate, KD, XFCE, and etc. Each desktop environment includes built-in applications such as a file monitor, configuration tools, web browsers, and games. Then you have the applications, which is the desktop environments that do not offer fully or of apps, just like the Windows. The Mac OS Linux offers thousands upon thousands of highly qualified software titles. That can be found uninstalled. Most modern Linux distros uh, will give you like of the stores and all for to pick your browsers and stuff like that and all your software. So you're probably saying to yourself, why you use Linux in the first place? Why would you use it for a Microsoft site and Mac site? Well, maybe this will answer your question. So why you use Linux? This is one question that most people ask. I bother learning about a complete operating system or environment when the operating systems that ship with most desktop laptops and servers just work fine. Okay, so to answer that question, what they're saying is they would pose another question. Does that operating system you're currently using really work just fine? Or do you find yourself battling obstacles like a viruses, malware, and slowdowns, crashes, costly repairs, and license fees? Okay, so if you struggle with that, then Linux might be the perfect platform for you. Linux has evolved into one of the most reliable computer systems on the planet. It's combined that reliable with zero cost of entirely you to you so I have the perfect solution for a desktop platform. And what they're saying, friends, it's right because it's zero cost, it's free, okay? You can install Linux on as many computers as you like without paying a cent for the software or the service license. Now, we know Microsoft give you Windows 10 now free, I believe. But it's only a matter of time if you notice a lot of computers won't take Windows 11, so they won't, some people have to go out and buy new computers. Or they know a wee bit about technology and they may find a workaround, okay? So, if you take a look at the cost of a Linux server in comparison to a Windows Server in 2016, the price of a Windows Server 2016 Standard Edition was $882 United States dollars, purchased directly from Microsoft. And that doesn't include the client access license called CLS and license for other software you might need to run, such as a database web server, mail server, for example, a single CAL for Windows Server 2016 cost 38, 38, uh, it looks to me to be 38, $38,000, and you need at least 10 users. So, it's an open source platform, the freedom to run programs for many purpose, the freedom to study how the programs work and change it to make it do what you wish and the freedom to distribute copies or modify your version. Okay, so Linux has a number of different versions to suit any type of user. 
from the new user to the hardcore user, you will find different Linuxes that matches your needs. And these would be the popular ones. Linux Mint for beginners, Manjaro Linux, Dabamon Linux, Ubuntu Linux, Andros Linux, Solus Linux, Fedora Linux, Android OS Linux, or OpenSea Linux. And uh, if you're talking about a server, that's been left behind for this arena, you can use Red Hat Enterprise Linux, Ubuntu Server, Seamless, or C Enterprise Linux. So, which Linux is right for you? Which Linux is right for you will depend on the answer to three simple questions. How skilled of a computer user are you? Do you prefer a modern or standard desktop interference, or server or a desktop? If your computer skills are fairly basic, then you want to stick with a newbie-friendly Linux, like Linux Mint or Ubuntu, or even deepen Linux, okay? Now, stolen Linux. For many people, the idea of installing an operating system might seem like a very daunting task. Believe it or not, Linux offers one of the most easiest installations of all operating systems. In fact, most versions of Linux offer what is called a live CD distribution, which means you can run the operating system from a CD, DVD, or USB flash drive without making any changes to your hard drive. So that's one option. And also, to install software in Linux is pretty simple because it's in their software monitors. And if you're familiar with the terminal, you can type in Studio up, get install WTET. So there's a lot of different commands you could learn if you wanted to. Uh, and there's plenty of documentation on the internet. Okay, so we don't want to start going into what's all the different commands and refuse you. So Linux Mint or Linux Ubuntu is a very simple one to use. A lot of people like using Arch Linux and stuff like that there. Uh, so basically, what is Linux? So, what is Linux and why is it used? Some people ask me. Well, Linux is used as an embedded OS for various of applications, including household applications, entertainment systems, and network file systems, and for router switches, and etc. So Linux is an operating system, something like Windows and stuff like that, and uh, why is Linux better than Windows, I've been asked. Linux offers great speed and security. On the other hand, Windows offers great, e great ease of use, so that non-tech savvy people can work easy on personal computers. Linux is employed by many corporations and organizations as servers and OSs for security purposes. Why Windows is mostly employed by business users and gamers. How do I switch from Linux from Windows to Linux? A lot of people say. So if you're thinking to yourself, I'm on a laptop there with Windows 7 on it, but it's no longer updated, and some of the programs won't run on. So this might be an option for you. So if you go to the Linux Mint website and your system runs to 32, then download to 32 bit R64. Choose your, your Linux distros. Unlike Windows and Mac, there isn't just one version of Linux, there's many. Create your installation drive. Install Linux on your PC. Get acquainted with Linux and install some apps. 
and then how to install an on-stall app. So how to make switch from Windows to Linux is on PC Magazine. So if you want to know how to switch from your Windows to Linux, go to PC Magazine. And you will, it'll say if you're, if you're sick of Windows 10 and you don't want to upgrade to Windows 11, you can install Linux instead. So here's how to make a switch from the operating system and install the apps. So they're saying that Microsoft is getting closer to replacing Windows 10 with Windows 11. Some computers already have Windows 11. So if you're sick of the embedded advertisements, constant updates, data collection, software lock-ins and raising hardware requirements, then the good news, you have an option. So Linux would be your option, okay? Unlike Windows and Macs, there isn't just one version. Linux is packed into many different distributions. Linux Mint I would recommend for anybody that's only starting. Linux Mint is a perfect option. It's designed for beginners. It offers a familiar desktop and it's based on Ubuntu. You can make use of uh, most common help if you need it. And if you head, head over to Mint, Linux Mint download page, if you need 64, choose 64. If you need 32, choose 32. So there's many different Linux types. It is an operating system, okay? And uh, I've tested quite a number right over the years, and it does work out, and it is more secure. Now, you can obviously install an antivirus program called Clam TK, C A L O, Clam TK, okay? C Clam, C L A M TK. It's not a device program, okay? And a lot of them come with built-in firewalls. Now, for the fast Linux distro that is designed for older or low-powered PCs and laptop you have, then look for the one that is XFCE. Okay? Now, you can download if you're using BitTorrent, but they wouldn't recommend it, friends, to be honest. Uh, the installer comes in the ISO or disk image file to install in your system, but you need to bring the file to DVD or USB drive. If you're not sure how to do that and you do some research how to make a, a Linux Mint boot up disk from USB, there's a lot of information out there. And then after you reboot your computer, you can see a message telling you to press certain keys to boot the menu and etc. Uh, also, it's important to be ensured and check the box next to install third-party software because it contains useful drivers and codexes. You'll also certainly want to do that for your your media and stuff like that. Take your time when you install a nice desktop, get used to it, and uh, you will find that it'll be very, very enjoyable. It'll beat up quicker on this, I know that for a fact. So there's many new Linux distros out, so I just thought I would cover one on uh, Linux today for change. So how to make a switch from Windows to Linux. Now, Linux distros will also let you erase your hard drive and format it for you, okay? And it wipe your hard drive completely. So don't be worrying about that. So. If you're sick of Windows 10 or Windows 11, then I would go for the option of Linux. It will run a lot quicker and it'll use less memory. Okay, so 
Linux Mint, if you've got three gigs of memory, you're flying. Okay. You've got quite sufficient. Obviously, if you've got more memory, then you're even better off. And you'll notice with Windows, after you format your hard drive a few times, you will lose a certain amount. All of a sudden, it could be one terabyte, and it'll start reading less. When you use Linux, you get the full one terabyte back, because it uses a different file system. So, go to YouTube tonight, there's a task for you, type in how to install Linux Mint, watch the videos that we have put up, and also, what is Linux Mint, and there's a lot of geeks out there who have put videos up on what Linux Mint is and how to use it, and you will find it pretty simple. Of course, if there's not any problems, give us some feedback and we'll see what we can do to help you. Friends, here are the podcasters, they mightn't be your top-notch, geeky podcasters, but, you know, there's people sitting today with old laptops, and them devices could be put into use, even for your kids. And, you know, Linux Mint, there's a lot of programs in there, you know, you can play games in Linux anyway now, with be using Steam and stuff like that there. It's pretty more advanced now than it was many years ago. When it first came out, And it's a lot more secure than Microsoft Windows, and that's my personal opinion. You know, for to make Microsoft Windows now secure, you need to have a, a wee bit of knowledge on how to basically tweak it and uh, give yourself more privacy with it, because there's a lot of privacy issues with it, although Microsoft would argue it's for, for feedback and stuff like that, but there again, that feedback gets into the wrong hands. And the beauty about a lot of the next distals is they've got a formula set up if you've got a problem, type it in or you'll see someone else has given you the answer of the same problem. Now, you can use a program called Rufus, R-U-F-U-S, and that will make up the USB boot up drive for you. Okay, friends, thanks very much for listening in. This is your technology information channel.